Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life. And these waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship. So, I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative. And hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Welcome to the Hill of Beans Podcast Show. I am Ezra Hill, here with Casey. Um, Casey, the holidays are coming up. That means people are going to be home doing nothing. So what does that mean? It means it is time to grab a blanket, get on your couch. Oh, wait, pop your popcorn and watch some good documentaries. Yes. The holidays, holiday vacation means binge time. Mm. It just sounds so naughty. I love it. <laughs> naughty? Yeah. you like, so, you know, I use the naughty word in... There's two ways I use it. It's like, listen, you're being naughty, which means you're really being bad. But then, like, you know, if they bring me out an amazing dessert and I'm out to eat, you know, and it's <laughs> it's covered in chocolate, I'll be like, mmm, that looks so naughty. So naughty means bad but good. Yeah. That's how you say it. <laughs> I think I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with it's that. It's one of my favorite words. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My husband will probably say it's overused. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think since we've been... Friends, I don't think I've ever heard you say it oh, well, until now. Mm, we just opened the gates. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So what are we doing? So holiday season, vacation, binge time. What and are we doing? Naughty documentaries. No, okay. So we're going to give our <laughs> listeners our some of our favorite documentaries. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about them right now. I we're, think we should. I mean, we can't go out there and give a gift to our listeners. So no. we could give them the gift of great documentaries. Yes. This is our gift to you, listeners. Yeah, listeners. All right. Well, we're going to, here we go. We're going to dive into this thing. Um, the first, one of my favorite documentaries, and you can watch, it was on Netflix. So hopefully it's still on there. Um, one of my favorite documentaries is called Sons of Sam. A Descent into Darkness. And it's about this journalist um, who becomes convinced that his, the journalist's name is Mari Terry. And he becomes convinced that the serial killer, David Berkowitz, who was no, known as Son of Sam, did not act alone and tries to prove that the web of darkness behind the Son of Sam murders goes deeper than anything imagined. And his investigation ends up costing him everything. Uh, and the re- well, another reason I like this documentary is because it's uh, narrated by Oscar nominee Paul Giamatti. Mm. Do you know him? Um, no, I don't. He was in, oh, he's in a bunch of movies, but he was in one of my favorite movies of all time called Cinderella Man okay. with Russell Crowe. So mm-hmm. if you need a movie to watch, there you go. That's a little bonus I threw, <laughs> threw in there for you guys. Well, I have not watched that one, so uh, thanks for the recommendation. Oh, well, you're, uh, yeah, you're no. welcome. <laughs> uh, it's a good, I, I don't know, uh, I don't remember. Oh, it's four episodes, I think. Oh, that's um, easy. So, yeah, you yeah. could kill that on a Saturday You night, know, sometimes probably. the four episodes are perfect because it's like the hour and a half is like, oh, you wanted yeah. more and it wasn't enough. And then like the eight, it's like too much and, and then you quit. So yeah. like four is perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. It's one of my favorite 
whenever people are like, hey, man, what's a good documentary? I always throw that one out there. Sons of Sam. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, I put on, so we'll just kind of go back and forth. Okay, guys. So I liked um, The Victim Suspect, which you can find on Netflix. Um, A journalist, Rady Lawn, went out and started to do this investigation about rape. And, um, you know, we've heard the side of, um, we've heard so many cases about rape and, and victims and trials and things like that. But in this one documentary, you're going to see that she uncovers um, a pattern of uh, women that when they were claiming and, and saying that they were sexually assaulted, um, that they were being charged with um, making a false report or arrested or even imprisoned. So this is the other side of the story of women that did say that they were raped and then they were charged. The woman was charged? The woman was charged. Oh, so... Look, don't don't you ask me a lot of questions. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, everybody, when I turn this on... And think of the name, victim, suspect. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? Well, after I watched it, I was like, oh, is she the victim or is she the suspect? So you're saying what the victim, the supposed victim is saying could be true or maybe she's making it up. Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yes. (laughs) And then you're going to see, I mean, it was intense And, and these are real people and you'll see the outcomes. Wow. Yeah. That does sound interesting. I'm going to yeah, check that one Yeah, out. that's on Netflix. Okay, cool. All right, well, moving on. The next one. Uh, <laughs> this one is, of course, about uh, the hottest, sexiest cult leader out there. <laughs> Teal Swan. <laughs> Does she the look deep like a end, white bird? The deep end. You know, if, <laughs> if Teal Swan, if I bumped into her one night, I'd be like, look, I think you're fucking crazy, but I would date you. <laughs> Just don't talk. No, I'm kidding, man. I had enough crazy in my life. I don't need any more of that. Uh, but obviously, we've done two episodes about Teal Swan. The deep end's the one that got us there and took us down this road. And, it, and in this documentary is an inside look at Teal Swan or followers. And it's four episodes. And I think it's on Hulu is where I saw it, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it is Hulu. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys got to watch The Deep End. I, I totally agree with Ezra. Obviously, it was so out there and, um, you know, just had a lot of question marks on it that we covered it and, and we've talked two episodes on it. So, yeah, you got to watch it. Yeah. So, definitely. And, you know, there's a lot out there on her. So, there's other documentaries too, but that, that one's a pretty good one. I think it exposes a lot. Um, but also, all you got to do is go to your search bar and type in Teal Swan and other documentaries will pull up as well. Well, and Teal Swan was not real happy that the deep end looked at things from a whole nother angle. Yeah, she yeah. was not happy about she that. not happy. Okay, the next one is The Deepest Breath on Netflix. Um, it's about a champion free diver. Uh, she trains to break a world record. But I don't know if you guys have ever seen what um, the, the free diver is, but it's really how deep... And low you can go without oxygen. So, 
It's like how long you can hold your breath and go deep. And you're going to see something that you will never even have thought possible. But I want to tell you, you got to get to the end because it's going to send you for the biggest loop and that you've ever, like on a documentary at the end, I was jaw on the ground, never saw this coming. So you're going to be on one ride and it's going to take you on a whole nother and you will be like, damn. Really? You got to get this. I mean, it's so good. It does the deepest dive. Is it, are we talking ocean mm-hmm. or lake? Yeah. ocean. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do that in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Dude, what, what you're going to see in this, um, and it's actual footage, it's just going to blow your mind. B- oh, wait, blow my, okay. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, dude, get on See it. this, um, what you're talking about, if I'm scrolling through Netflix and I see the deepest breath, mm-hmm. I probably would have scrolled on by. Yeah. But now you're telling me it's going to blow my mind. It's going to blow your mind. Well, all right. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to definitely check that one out. Another one of our favorites, Escaping Twin Flames. Uh, <laughs> this is the uh, analysis of the uh, Twin Flames universe. Um, it's three episodes. Uh, Twin Flames was Twin Flames universe was founded by Jeff Devine and his wife Shayla or Shaylee or something. That's how you pronounce it. Um, uh, and it's just basically a controversial community that preys on people looking for love, and it's ultimately been exposed as a pyramid scheme. Uh, where you, they say they're going to help you find love, your twin flame, and you end up paying a bunch of money and working for the organization pretty much for free. Another uh, cult. Yeah, so it's a uh, another cult, but it's it's interesting um, and, and and worth a watch for sure. And it's you know when you watch one cult documentary, some might say, oh, you've seen one cult documentary, you've seen them all, but there's always some kind of crazy twist Mm -hmm. in a cult that makes you, your mind, again, we're going back to mind-blowing stuff, and you're just like, what the hell, you know? Uh, You're you're like, did they make this shit up? Yeah. And then they're like, no, this is real. (laughs) It's so crazy, it's gotta be true, because no one could make this shit up. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, so yeah, that's a good one. Escaping Twin Flames on Netflix, and it's three episodes. Right on. Okay, so the Tinder Swindler. Oh, the I've seen Tinder that. Tinder Swindler. You guys can watch this on Netflix. That's another one you're gonna. Yeah. It's about. The, so, the, yeah. yeah, the Twin Flames guy and the Tinder Swindler are two people I want to oh, beat should the be, shit out. They of. should be best friends, <laughs> honestly. So um, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think in. Casey Lingo. So it's about a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> that totally dupes women. He's a complete fraudster. He lives this extravagant lifestyle. These women buy into it. And the damage that this dude does to their lives is insane. I don't know how this guy pulled it off. I don't know. I mean, he was flying in private jets. I'm not going to tell you much more, but you got to watch it. The Tinder Swindler, get on it. And then, yeah, protect your daughters yeah it's uh <laughs> it's one when you're done watching it you're gonna be pissed off yeah. oh, <laughs> but it's uh, interesting and needs to be watched so you can relay to others to be on the watch out for these type of people mm-hmm. um, okay here's uh, another one number four uh are, well on my list um it is uh the myth of the zodiac killer this is this came out i think last year um mm-hmm. And it's about a guy named Professor Thomas Henry Horan, and he's got a theory 
that the Zodiac Killer never existed. Like it was not one single person. Um, the like it ident- was made up. Oh, yeah. I've not seen this. Okay. He, the uh, identity of the serial killer of the serial murderer known as Zodiac Killer has been com- confounding investigators for over fifty years. An unlikely and, con- and uncontroversial character may have finally cracked America's most famous cold case by questioning if the reason the killer has never been caught is because he never existed at all. Ooh. So it's, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? And I watched it, I was like... Now let me ask you something, because don't I don't want you to give anything away. Listen, I don't even like previews because I can already figure out the ending. That's how I feel. But did it... Once you started it, is it one of those that you you got to finish it? Like it sucks you in. Uh, yeah, it did me. Okay. Um, and I it might only it's only like two or three episodes I think. Perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, and the guy makes a really good case here. Okay. So I think it's definitely if you like that kind of murder mystery serial killer stuff, this brings a new perspective to the case. And, uh, you know, and I think it's a good one. Sold. I'm watching it. Yep. Right up my alley. Ooh, okay. So the next one is The Devil on Trial. You can find it on Netflix. It took place in 1980. And this is the one and only case. Now, this is real. The footage is real. Everything you're going to see in this documentary is 100% real. But it's the only case you're going to find where somebody used in their defense that the devil made me do it. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And so besides the fact that the devil made him do it, because obviously you're going to see a possession take place, um, but it's going to give you the back history of uh, the location and uh, somebody who was possessed and the warrants are brought in and blah, blah, blah. This thing goes to trial. There's a murder. And this person has no recollection or memory of the murder. And the defense brings that he was possessed and the devil did it. And this is the only case that was been has been tried under these terms. And you said the Warrens were brought in. Yep, the Warrens were brought in for help. I uh, mean, they, you know, this family needed help, but you know, that totally, that's gonna, you know, that if, totally put a, a weird spin on the Warrens that I, I look at them a little, mm, pretty Yeah, the, uh, for those that don't know, the Warrens are famous. Um, they were like, uh, Exorcists, mm-hmm. um, I guess is how you explain them. Mm-hmm. And they are behind the Conjuring. Conjuring. <laughs> conjuring. Yeah. And then what's the doll? Mm-hmm. Isabel. Annabelle. Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those horror movies out there, they're based off of these supposed true stories. But that's, you know, maybe sometime, maybe next Halloween, we should dive into the Warrens a little bit. Oh, we, we need uh, to, because in this one documentary, I learned a lot more. Yeah, because, you know, part of their story is kind of like, I don't know if I buy into all that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. you. Know. I, I, I got some questions. Yeah. But yeah, again, that was uh, The Devil on Trial, and you guys can find that on Netflix. Okay, uh, moving on the list, down the list here, um, Love Has Won. Well, that sounds inspiring. <laughs> uh, about another cult. Oh, geez. Cult leader Amy Carlson, remember? Her, the Mother bl- God. The lady, yeah, the lady that turned blue. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's basically another, a woman named Amy Carlson. She's a mother of two or three, I think, um, and basically just ups and leaves her life and heads out west and starts a cult, and she says she is God on earth. 
Um, so that's all I'm going to say. Mm. We've talked about it in previous podcasts, but it's another um, documentary you'll watch and just kind of be like. And you're going to see, I did see this one, a lot of live footage. Yeah. Um, distur- some disturbing Very footage disturbing. too. Yeah. And uh, it's just gonna another one where you're going to, it's going to blow your mind and you're going to be like, I can't believe people are this crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cuckoo. We need a cuckoo sound. Cuckoo. Add it to the soundboard. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so um, I don't know, like, how you cannot talk about... So this this documentary is Beckham. It's on Netflix. Um, obviously, I was drawn to it because how do you not get drawn to the most famous celebrity couple for the last 25 years? So, oh, are, we, are we talking about David Beckham? Football. Wait, you watched a documentary about him and you thought it was great? It was good um, because it went really behind the scenes with him and his wife. And I think what it did was... Um, It shows the good, the bad, and the ugly of their life, and they were very transparent. And I think that's good. I think if you're going to do documentary and you've been put on such this, you know, platform, right, it is so humbling to watch them say, listen, we're real people, you know, we have shit too. And and really, when you look at their lives, you're like, man, they went through some shit. Um, But it it made me look at him... um, a little bit different and her uh, more humanized, like more, you know, like not mm-hmm. just a superstar. Like I could relate. So it kind of takes a celebrity couple and breaks down that they're normal people just like us. And yeah, and their journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was Beckham on Netflix. Okay. So the next one I have is a classic Making a Murderer. Uh, seasons so one and two. Good. So good. <laughs> this is man. This is another one where it's a story about Stephen Avery, um, a guy who uh, was accused of killing someone, went to prison, um, and then DNA released him, and then he ended up back in prison again. And I'm gonna leave it at that. But this is two seasons. It's long, uh, but if you got time at home with nothing to do, uh, it's a good one to. Uh, dive into because number one it'll blow your mind just all the stuff that goes on it's like continually twists and turns and just when you think it can't get any crazier it does Mm -hmm. and it's also a look at small town law enforcement Mm -hmm. and you know it, it reminds the delphi case reminds me of this in some ways mm-hmm. where it's just like there's so much stuff is it a conspiracy going like on so many yeah different... and it's like yeah. is it a botched investigation what is going on mm-hmm. here you know yeah. and is there people covering things up because you know small is it town political yeah small yeah. town politics plays a big role in things like that and uh, it's interesting that sometimes when a major uh, crime or murder or something happens in a small town, sometimes they might not be best prepared uh, to handle it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that in a negative way, anything against small town law enforcement, but it's just they don't see the homicides and that that the big cities do where they've got detectives on that stuff all the time and they've got the experience and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a good one. Um, definitely worth watching, in my opinion. It kind of starts a little slow, but it gets... You need to absolutely start with season one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't jump to two. And there's a, there's a new documentary out. I will say that. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, on this website called The Daily Wire, mm-hmm. um, where this reporter journalist 
named Candace Owens goes in and looks at this case, and she basically flips it around. So if you watch Making a Murderer seasons one and two, mm-hmm. you get one perspective, and then she goes in and dives in at it on it and looks at it from a completely different perspective. And then it's so I'm I might check that one out over Christmas break myself just to see what it's all about. But uh, this one, Making a Murderer season one and two, you won't be disappointed. No, absolutely not. It's a good one. Okay, so the next one is American Symphony, and that's on Netflix. And I'm a big fan of John Batiste. This is, again, somebody who is extremely famous, and it's about him, his career, and his wife. You know, there's so much that goes on in their lives that we don't know. And But the wife is battling cancer, um, and it shows you what their life looks like and again it makes it it makes me look at them differently because i understand they're not superhuman like you, you know as you always say like you never know what's going on in somebody's life or behind closed doors mm-hmm. that's that's for anybody that's for everybody everybody yeah. has shit the path just because you have money isn't always easy right yeah. so I would say watch it because it's inspiring and it's a beautiful love story, a story of hope. It's very uplifting. Once I got on it, I couldn't stop it. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good one. Yeah, that's um, American Symphony on Netflix. All right. Uh, well, that's that completes my list. Do you have any more? One more. Okay. Okay. Brace yourself. But you can find this on Netflix also, and it's Take Care, Maya. It is a case of where a hospital accuses a mother of having is a Munchausen by proxy. So it's a story about that. The mother ends up killing herself. This went to trial. The family sued um, the hospital. They kept the daughter from the mother and then unveiled that this girl was really sick. Oh. So this one is um, super sad. Uh, get your Kleenexes. I did take away that just because you're at a hospital doesn't mean that they're always right. And just because you take your kid to hospital doesn't mean what they say at the end of the day always goes. Mm -hmm. And you have a voice as a parent. And I can tell you the hospital lost this this battle. Wow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a very sad story. Hmm. Well, uh, that wraps it up. Um, Those are our top binge holiday binge worthy uh, documentaries for you guys to check out Um, and then if you have documentaries out there we would like to know about them because we're going to uh, do follow ups at different points throughout the year or whatever introducing more documentaries for you guys to check out Uh, and you can let us know your favorite documentaries if you email us at at our email at hfbeans at gmail.com we would love that gift from you right oh yeah yeah or you could even post it at our Facebook group, which is yeah. Hill of Beans with we, Ezra and Casey. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. Dude, let us know which ones were your favorite. Snacks. Got to have good snacks to get through the holidays. <laughs> Peace. And alcohol. Over and out. Over and out, good buddy. See you on the flip side. We are 210. Meet your 2020. <laughs>